There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Mudhorn Clan cast on the Fangirl Zone. I am Beskar Dave. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Today we're talking about Chapter 12 of The Mandalorian, titled The Siege, Episode 4 of Season 2. This episode was written by John Favreau and directed by Carl Weathers. Nice. <laughs> I think nice. they gave him an easy one to uh, to direct. Yeah. Here's your large action sequence. Yes. <laughs> and you get all the great lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny how that works out. <laughs> yeah, it just happened to work out that way. And honestly, though, when... And I had watched the end of it for some reason. Like, I flipped that in my head. I'm like, Carl Weathers wrote this one? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like it just things were not clicking right in my head. I, uh, I, I, I'm not going to give it a, a. We'll get to the ratings at the end. I'm not going to give it a very high one because I mean, really, it was just gunfights and chase scene and the typical go over the edge of the cliff and scream the whole way down. Yes. Scene. I mean, that had a very uh, what do I want to say? Like VR ride feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it could be part of one of the smugglers run or something. It's like, oh, so you get the little lift in the stomach if you're like really yeah. into it. If you have a big giant TV yeah. and everything, you get that lift. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was questioning I that. I get an 85 inch TV the other day. That didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. Did no. the wife shut that one down? Yeah, almost immediately. <laughs> I know the feeling, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. I so, tried to get a big giant one. So, and I'm like, I don't think we have room. I had to be realistic. Damn it. Uh, I have a new, just telling Steve, I have a new monitor here. And uh, so I can do all my clan casting, Mudhorn clan casting. And this thing's gigantic. It's like right in my face. <laughs> like, do I really need something this big? <laughs> Never have to wear glasses again. Yeah. I might have to, <laughs> to burn a hole through my eyes. So I understand there was a little production gap in this last episode. Okay, why do I keep hearing about this? And I didn't notice it. So please. I didn't notice it. Please <laughs> fill us in. Got this from Steve. I, I guess the, the not even the Star Wars universe is immune from production gaps while watching this week's episode of The Man- Mandalorian. Eagle Eye fans spotted a visual mistake they gave Game of Thrones a, a infamous coffee cup scene a run for its money. I didn't even see that one either. <laughs> I had to go back and like yeah. pause it to see that one. Yeah. It is. It was funny. <laughs> so apparently the mistake was a plainclothes crew member just chilling out in the background of the scene where Mando, Cara Dune, and Grief Karga get into a shootout with a pair of officers frankly trying to delete some incriminating data from the mainframe and that Imperial outpost on Navarro. <laughs> if you pause the stream in 1854, you will see the torso of someone wearing a jeans, t-shirt, and a watch. <laughs> a gap. Get if you can see one of the production stills available on Disney's official site. 
Well, war sites like this aren't new to Star Wars. In fact, the most iconic blooper dates back to the very first movie in 1977 when one of the stormtroopers bumped their heads on a door. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> the Mandalorian's goof-up isn't as obvious, but it'll probably come back as being just as notorious. Did you know? I think they were in the Lord of the Rings. I think the Fellowship of the Ring. In the deep background, you can watch a car drive by in the distance. Right, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, right near the um, beginning. I, I, My gosh, you know how many times I've watched that? I've never noticed that. Yeah, uh, they you they know, finally deleted it out of all the <laughs> other versions that he sold. I did have somebody say that this whole thing was actually just an Easter egg for all of you people who have been watching since the very beginning of Star Wars because the old Star Wars movies, you pretty much had like half the people like in frame that shouldn't have been in frame. Well, when they first blew up the Death Star, Luke jumps out of his X-Wing fighter uh, and sees his sister. <laughs> but but he, he yells out out Carrie, called her by <laughs> Carrie Fisher's real name. That's what? what yeah, oh he yells God. out Carrie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good to see you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this oh, shot yeah. is just, um, if you do pause it and look for it, he, you'll see the guy standing just under Grief's arm as he's pointing at, you know, as he's shooting. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to miss the scene. This is going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I know it's not the same, but this was the week for the final episode of Supernatural, and there was a guy in the background that I don't know if they intended to be there. Like, <laughs> he's watching the scene, and you see him cracking up. Really? <laughs> he was, like, out of focus. But, I mean, he could have worked because the particular scene it's like he just looks over and he sees the brothers and the one like shoves a pie in the other one's face so he starts busting up so i mean if you were just on the street and you seen that like i would probably start cracking up too but i don't know if that was intended and so now thinking about this i'm like i know your focus is supposed to be on like the main the main people but it's like when stuff like that happens i don't know i i don't think it's a bad thing to pull focus sometimes but i don't know i find it amusing but i'm weird i guess so i not like how dare they have that that's how you see all the cool stuff like the ghost in the film kind of thing yeah okay enough about this rando stuff let's get into mando stuff <laughs> rando mando <laughs> episode four the mandalorian rejoins old allies for a new mission Thank you. You're about <laughs> to the level of sci-fi trolling us with these horrible recaps. Yeah. <laughs> Getting close. <laughs> All right, let's get into some initial reactions, Dave. Well, like I said, I'm going to spoiler alert my own talk here. I, you know, <laughs> I, I liked it well enough, but after watching uh, the latest Discovery episode, the stakes were a lot higher in Discovery's episode because everyone had agency. <laughs> I'll tell you my main problem with this. Wouldn't it have been better to see Mando jet off to rescue Baby Yoda rather than seeing these guys escape on the trooper bus? I know that had more stakes to it. The baby's in danger. He finds out Moff Gideon is still alive. He's in a room full of kids. You don't watch that. I don't, if that isn't stakes, I don't know what is. Right. I mean, that was like, oh my God, get, get back there now. But we never see it. Right. It's all off camera. Instead, we get the flying bus. <laughs> you know, I do have to agree with you at that particular moment. And I know we're kind of jumping up just because I feel like it was like there could have been something happening. Like right. there could have just been stormtroopers in the town or something yeah. like closing in and we don't know. And it's like, I want to know what happened. Although what we watched, it, it, I don't think it was 
was bad, but it was like, oh, it could have yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. But there's nobody watching the town either. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, grief's gone. The marshal's gone. Mando's gone. Like, uh-oh. What did we just do? Left the back door open. No, we're not going to. running amok. Yeah. Yeah, but we uh, promised Mando that the child would be safe. <laughs> even though nobody's there. Right. That's why it made me wonder. I'm like, okay, how many uh, droids are have you reprogrammed to possibly keep the kid, just all the kids safe? Right. That C-3PO wannabe might have been fully loaded with armor. <laughs> well, yeah. it would have, that would have been a good time to have, what was it, IG-88? Yes. In, right. in town. The writers are like, damn, why'd we kill him off? Yeah. Okay, uh, I liked it. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite episode. But I did I did enjoy it. But yeah, it did feel like more of just an action you know, like flick as opposed to really moving the story. There was little parts that I felt moved the story and a lot of it that was just like filler. Yeah, we got teased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. The big thing for me was the Razor Crest is actually fixed, but... Thank God. But we have that turncoat mechanic that has put a signaling beacon on it. Yeah, traitor. And you saw that a mile away as soon as he looks back and at Mando, you know that this isn't going to end well. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, of course, that may play into our theory that Bo-Katan may beat Mando to Corvus so she can be ready to get the Dark Saber back. So, next episode might be really great. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. The stakes should be a lot higher. Yep. So, you guys want to get to our top three moments? Of course. Yes. Okay. My number three moment is, and I may be jumping a gun on you guys. You may have the same one. It's called It's Worth a Shot. That was the opening scene before the title card. Right. When uh, <laughs> Baby Woody gets an electrical lesson with a shocking <laughs> outcome. Oh, yeah, now, that was funny. No, now put the red cable in the, you know, the red cable in the in the blue where you just pulled it out. No, where you just pulled it out. No, don't touch the ends. <laughs> now, yes, that one. And he's there. Eh? Eh? Okay, I was going to say, like, I am Groot. I Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, that was really good. I did like that. I was laughing, but I have to say my number three is give me a cookie. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, as much as I like our not Baby Yoda, he's kind of a little bully, isn't he? <laughs> he asked first. <laughs> he did ask first. And he was told no. He's like, psh, nope. psh, nope. really? You're going to tell me make me use the force on you. <laughs> At least he didn't choke a kid. Yeah. Yeah, no. Give <laughs> him a little pinch. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was funny. I was <laughs> just sitting there like, what? You didn't see anything, did you? Crunch, crunch. So cute. Even without having a, like a ton of expression on his face much like Mando he was like hmm, but go ahead try it he's like challenging that kid what, you what about you <laughs> my number three is shocking development that final <laughs> scene on the imperial ship which who knew Moss had a ship that big because we sure didn't see it when we first met him <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. how is that thing hidden I mean yeah. just saying like thing on bird of prey or or like Romulan technology what's going on here yeah, yeah, if they're patrolling that, <laughs> if they're patrolling that quadrant, don't you think the uh, they might notice that public would yeah. notice that thing? Uh, <laughs> you would think, unless the uh, unless that's a whole lot bigger than we think it might be. That area, oh, it is space. Yeah, <laughs> but still, 
Now we see the hollow from one of the mechanics Grief had working on the Razor Crest, who confirms that the device has been planted as requested. We see this officer run to Moss Gideon. The, the tracking be beacon has been installed on Mando's ship, and yes, the asset is with him. Gideon swears they'll be ready, and he turns to take stock of the dark trooper suits being prepared for use. Go, holy crap. Yeah. Is that going to be a whole army of uh, <laughs> clone Darth Vaders? That's what I wondered. Yeah. I thought it was just, I, I, yeah, I thought, well, that's an evil leap, even for me. <laughs> but I, I wondered, because my uh, number two one, we can jump ahead a little bit, yep. was, the, was the clone tubes in the reveal of all those possible Snokes floating yeah. in, the, in the stuff. I was wondering. I'm wondering if those were supposed to be Snoke, or Vader, or what, or the Snoke. If it's, it's, it's okay to say. <laughs> And they, they mentioned M count. Yes. I'm like, oh, midichlorians. And they also mentioned a volunteer. Like, who's the volunteer? And he doesn't want to kill a volunteer. Like, what volunteer? They yeah. were voluntold. Come on. Huh? They were voluntold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if they have somebody important they want to introduce. See, I was trying to think of the timeline because my number two, it was like, it was with those clones and then the, the suits. It were kind of together because I'm assuming whatever was in the tubes were going in the suits. That's what because I thought, too. I <laughs> wasn't sure though i'm like okay i and i was asking my husband i'm like are those supposed to be vader are they supposed to be the emperor i didn't even think of snow <laughs> but timeline wise we're before the force awakens so i mean we don't even know if i was going to say the twins and i know that's not canon anymore because the way the, the movies are but the solo child has been born at this point because we're only so many years after jedi right i think five right. years after jedi at this point yeah so i'm wondering who it's supposed to be and what they're supposed to be that's why i was just like all right is this kind of a throwback to weird throwback to the what is it skywalker the rise of skywalker where we got the reveal about the clone right it's like mm -hmm. is this where it was starting yeah so that's my number two because it just raised a ton of questions for me yeah the in the hologram you see the a little patch on the good doctor and good doctor yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it happens to identify the place where all the cloning was taking place so that's what he's got that's got to be what he's involved in is mm -hmm. cloning and getting some yoda blood to give this clone more power i think i had mentioned that was one of the rabbit holes i fell down the first episode <laughs> was that he was wearing a cloners like a cloner doctor or whatever right outfit <laughs> and that just kind of i knew it had to come back but i wasn't really thinking about it like i don't know about you guys it just was never in the forefront so it, it's interesting to see where we might end up with it for a second there i thought he was trying to clone dark troopers that were force capable right. i'm like what yes <laughs> okay i'm gonna have be... to admit i don't understand the dark troopers because the only ones i've ever seen in black were the ones who were on the death star I thought, weren't they in black? The ones, they had like a different helmet and stuff. Oh, the TIE fighter pilots? Yeah. Thank you. I had a brain that's fart. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, my so number what? two is <laughs> the roller coaster ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, as Grief and company <laughs> raced, at, raced to town in the open plains with the three remaining TIE fighters on their ass, Mandel <laughs> arrives just in time with the now repaired, brand new looking Razor Crest to take them all Suddenly. out. Suddenly. <laughs> With the child seat belted in, at least, excitedly in <laughs> yeah. the passenger seat as Mando flies at breakneck speeds to shoot down all the final enemies. It was like he was on a giant roller. 
coaster and he was just uh, having a blast until yeah. it's over and he tosses those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I know he goes, woo! But. <laughs> That was quite amusing. And I don't know. I'm I'm seriously asking you guys, do you feel like they're trying to set up another virtual ride with some of these episodes? Ugh. Especially this episode. I yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> it just it had that feel. In uh, several different uh, <laughs> parts of the story. Mm-hmm. One of the earlier scenes has all the uh, speeder bikes parked in like a speeder bike hangar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, up oh, chase scene. We're going to yep, see a chase scene. Yeah. Those guys oh never my God. Wait, you were able to see the speeder bikes? I did not notice till they came flying out. Oh yeah! When oh they my first, gosh! When they first walked in, they're, they're getting movie. around, and there's a there's a hangar. It's full of speeder bikes. Yeah. Now, of I course, really Kara mentions yeah. the, the thing that they ended up taking, but yeah, there were some speeder bikes in there. Well, my number one scene was Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers, because at least that opened up a, a world, <laughs> dark world of possibilities. Right. <laughs> what is this guy up to? He's got a giant ship and was that the first female officer we've seen for the uh imperial or the uh, the old yes, empire I so i think so too i like her <laughs> she looked really familiar yeah. and i have yeah. no idea I honestly have no idea why, though, because when I looked her up, it nothing was jumping at me. Right. Uh, yeah, that's my number one. I, I just now I want to see what happens. Uh, my number one was uh, Mithral, and it's Horatio Sands, who also does, I believe, a voice in one of the animated ones. And I'm having a brain fart because I know he was at. Oh no, he wasn't it. I'm thinking Bobby Moynihan, but Horatio Sands because mm. it it was just the right amount of comedy with it because I feel like it's almost more what just a regular person would say. It's like, yeah, you go ahead. I'll just wait here. I don't have a gun or anything. You know, I'm going to chill. I so, speed out of here. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, Mithril has, has got to be my number one. But I will tell you when we first see him and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a hi. I was like, oh, who's, he, who's he selling him out to? Like, I was freaking out. <laughs> and hot and lava. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like any of these things. No. <laughs> well, of course, my number one has to be Escape from the Lava Dome. That was just classic Star Wars escape scene. Mm-hmm. They take the Marauder and go over the side. And of course, they have to land on Mithril's speeder and just smash it all to hell. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, the speeder just, those guys are so incompetent. <laughs> half of them crashed into each other before they even got into the first turn. And yeah. If they're not walking into gunfire, they're crashing into stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Grief does a pretty good job manning the guns. Well, you know, because he say he gets one and then Kara smashes one and we get the other guy on the other side that gets on top and is about to drop an explosive through and Grief gets him before he can. Yep. <laughs> but he didn't have as much luck with the ties. Of course, he does finally get one, but of course, it takes out the guns and you just go, oh man, because mm-hmm. they got this. This big open area that they're just sitting ducks. 
So that was my number one is Escape from Lava Dome. <laughs> Lava Dome. <laughs> Escape from Lava Dome. <laughs> Sounds like that's like a horror movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> or another Mad Max. I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about our honorable mentions because I don't know. I, I feel like there were several that almost made the top three. Yeah. yeah. Dave, what I, do you got? I got about three of them. I like the martial fight scene in the beginning with Cara Dune and she's using everybody's body for uh, shielding. And at one point she grabs one guy, rolls over. She's got the guy in his back and his, his former compatriot there is blasting away and hitting the guy. <laughs> and she made a rat buddy or whatever that thing was. <laughs> a little ferret weasel thingy. Yeah. yeah I, I I liked uh, another honorable mention was the grief baby talk when he picks up baby Yoda and says, aren't you the cutest little thing? (laughs) (laughs) Did he take care of you? He said he took care of you. (laughs) And I I also liked uh, Mando's rescue when he comes charging in with a razor crest. Uh, they did it better on Discovery with yeah. books and ship, <laughs> but still fun. What about uh, you, Sean? I'd have to say the little weasel thing that was like, oh, you saved me. Yay. And she's like, get the hell off of me. But I mean, that was one. And the throwback from the Stormtroopers must have blown a Transformer. Let's yeah. go check it out. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, do, do they have any other lines ever? Because these are like things that we've heard them say. It's like, oh, the Death Star is going to explode. Must have blown a Transformer. Let's <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but seriously, it's got to be the helmets because they can't hit the broadside of a barn. Right. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. The throwbacks, the weasel. Uh, I'd have to say the baby throwing up, which sounds like weird because it's like, uh. and then Mando, I'm like, oh, he really is like every mom ever just grabs his cloak and is wiping it off. It's like, Ew. how many times have I seen a mom just like wipe it off with their hand? No, it's like, oh, my God, this is like okay that's a little too much reality for me thanks but yeah there it is those are my honorable mentions for this week what about you i've got a couple of course the opening with uh, baby yoda electrical engineer not quite (laughs) (laughs) trying to follow mando's directions on to (laughs) what wire to put where i did like that though yeah at least he didn't put him in his mouth yeah But he seems to have taken all that voltage without even a scratch. So that was good. And it was interesting to see when, you know, afterwards they're sitting down having a drink together and Mando's <laughs> having to lift his helmet up so he can take a drink. So, oh my gosh, I almost forgot about that. That was great. And the baby's like, wait, hey, I can yeah, kind of see. I can see up your nose. <laughs> Peek in there. Yeah. And my other uh, honorable mention was schooling the child. <laughs> We get to see that wonderful C-3PO wannabe in grief, <laughs> just setting the child down, saying, he's safe, don't worry about it, we need to talk. <laughs> and Yoda goes after the cookies. Now, there was one small Easter egg as one of the girls sports the same three-bun hairstyle as Ray. So I noticed that. Yeah, nice. wasn't that cool? <laughs> I wonder if it was a young Ray. Very well could have been. I'm like, how all this happened in the course of a school day is what i'm guessing it's like oh, we're gonna have to get off at school it's fine we'll go take down the empire right we'll be back before dismissal yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah all right let's get into ratings oh my gosh this one i have to say is kind of hard because i liked it but it wasn't like yes 
So uh, oh, I'm going to go two and a half cookies, two and a half blue cookies. Let me yeah, you know, stress that yeah. just because I like I said, I liked it. There was action, but I didn't feel like we moved forward enough. Right. And Steve, what about you? I gave it three and a half out of five M counts. Mm. That, well, I don't know. The M counts kind of higher than everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, well, I, what are you yeah, looking at? I gave it two and a half frazzled green babies. <laughs> uh, I have to agree with Sean. They just didn't push the uh, plot forward. There's only so many shows. Right. I've complained yeah. about their storytelling before where they just have another in-between type of episode and all of a sudden, boom, they, they drop the info dump on you and everything happens at once and everyone says, greatest series ever. Right. It'd be great if all, if all the episodes were exactly. great or yeah. here great. Yeah. yeah. You would think that they could do that. I mean, we've seen some other ser- short ep- short-ish a season with few episodes where they were really kicked butt all over the place. So Sure. I was actually arguing with this about something else. I'm like, can we have full seasons again? Like, I want full seasons. Somebody's like, well, you know, the stuff is longer, so that's why they only have like seven or eight episodes. I'm like, hello, then you look at this and we have <laughs> some of the episodes that are literally like 18 minutes. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't care if we're talking about like an hour-long show, if it's not moving the story along. Then it's not enough episodes. If you have eight, you're like, well, it's yeah. eight hours. It doesn't matter if you're not moving the story along in the episode. Right. Give me 22 episodes again. I want real seasons or like real episodes. Like I don't want to see an 18 minute episode again of this. I mm. want longer. It's something Fringe used to do back in the day too. They'd have a nice episode at the very end. They would drop a bomb on you. Right. And you couldn't wait for the next week or the next season. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> next season. Like, oh yeah. Let's. let's dangle this and then of course at least we're lucky enough we know we're getting more with this and they're moving things along whereas certain shows Steve and I have happened to discuss yeah. it's like here's a huge bombshell and we're not coming back yeah like, uh. what? what just happened <laughs> like you're in the corner like just like rocking with your- <laughs> 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 what happened so I-, I just need this to move forward because yeah Dave a hundred percent you know there's only so many episodes and it, it's stressing me out i know we shouldn't complain because we we wouldn't have a man we deserve a, a mandalorian show well maybe we don't deserve it but uh if it wasn't this show we wouldn't be so so into it and chattering about it and the effects are great but. oh my gosh they are like mini movies i totally totally give them yeah. kudos for that i love that this is happening they, just, they've got four I'm episodes greedy. to complete this story <laughs> or at least you know leave us at a four episode and then leave us at a cliffhanger no doubt yes, oh my gosh absolutely. they better not wait till the last episode to, to get to shaka yeah <laughs> or ashoka whatever snips yeah, whatever ashoka, it is. Yeah. Uh, that would be depressing i just say yeah well unfortunately our friend fred from the netherlands was watching the episode earlier this morning so he hasn't been able to provide us feedback for this episode but i'm sure we will have it for next episode i hope yeah we will um, sure we will yep. if anyone else like to chime in please review and rate us on itunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and review it helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other mandalorian podcasts out there tell your friends and i hope you're enjoying our podcast and don't forget to check out the other great fangirl zone podcasts you can check us out at www.fangirlzone.com and it's probably the easiest place to find all of our contact information but 
of course, you can send us email directly for the Mudhorn Mail at fangirlzone.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. And again, so much easier going to our contact page on the website because none of our stuff is the same because <laughs> we need to be totally unique. We are. <laughs> well, this is Steve. You want to come back here and try this? Be my guest. This is Sean. There's no guardrail on here. <laughs> and this is Beskar Dave. Do you know how hard it is to get blue baby puke off your Beskar? It's not easy. 